Hello everyone, we are back again with another episode. Uh, this time, we have another cast member again. Uh, this is Farouk. Uh, uh, Ritwik and Ria are unavailable again, so we're, there's gonna be three people uh, on this episode as well. So, last time, we played Shakhtar on... Uh, and the result was amazing, quite mostly unexpected, I'd say. Uh, if it was uh, a few games back, I'd say it was expected, but this time around, uh, it was rather unexpected. A pleasant surprise, though. Uh, second half, mostly. The first half was... Uh, uh, it was okay, nothing, nothing special. Uh, the second half, though, uh, I, 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 I've said it countless times, Ancelotti does something during the halftime break that he, he just uh, he, he just works ma his magic during those 15 minutes. So, what are your, what, what are your uh, thoughts on the last game against Shakhtar? Well, I don't know, man. Like, for me, the first half was... You said it wasn't, it wasn't actually special, but for me, we were actually lucky to go into the halftime with a lead. Because, I don't know, man, they were combining well, you know, like quick one-twos, always like progressing the ball, like, like although we created like a few chances, like it wasn't nothing, there, was, there wasn't no cutting edge uh, to our attacks, like throughout the first half, like we were just hoping and praying for a breakthrough. And, what a goal, you know, like, like if you want to score an own goal, you better score something like that, you know, like, seriously, to be honest, like, um, yeah, that helped us big time, like, I don't know, like, football is a funny game, because you never know, like, how things are going to pan out, unless, you know, like, you're there, so, I actually wonder, like, if we weren't gifted that goal, like, how the game would have turned, because they were up for it. We were up for it. We had that, like, I'm pretty sure, like, um, the whole squad, the whole uh, Real Madrid squad had last year's fixtures um, on the back of their mind. How, you know, mm -hmm. like, how they bet us both home and away. So, yeah, the goal helped us big time. And second half, we turned up. We turned up. Players were up for it. Um, Carlo, Carlo just, um, I think, I think during halftime, he emphasized how uh, just keep it simple, just stick to the 4-3-3, go through the motions and you will eventually start um, carving them open because they had to like come out and uh, push for an equalizer. Yeah. What do you think, Farouk? Yeah, actually, you know, I was actually going to point out like uh, the first mm -hmm. half, like really it was quite interesting about the first half because normally like you could see even with players like Vini Jr., like Vini Jr. Mm -hmm. literally could almost not beat anyone in the first half. And like we, yeah. come, we we had like a weird tactics like, like in the first half like we literally were not even pressing like we were waiting mm -hmm. for Shakhtar to come to us and then we, we were hoping to get the ball back and it was quite interesting so that got me thinking what if we were to play like like big European teams and like I think they would punish us for the first half like if this has been a recurring team like I think four five six we matches like them. always like this 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 is just you know you have to wonder about the second half really like wow that was just something else. And also, I'd like to point out also, you know, sometimes we we want the flashy players, the Vinis and the Benzema's, but also like 
I actually liked the performance by Lucas Vasquez. Like, it wasn't anything flashy, but it was he was the person who always, you know, gives his own. Perfect, welcome. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. The work rate was fantastic, and it was true with the ball that eventually the perfect own goal he talked about came Nodo up. hates him. Nodo hates him. I used to yeah. tell you, bro, Nodo, like, uh, you can call him shit when he's shit, but he does a job. He does a job. Yeah, actually, it's you know it goes back to the the, the issue. You know, you, you can't always have like eleven Galacticos in a team, obviously. You need yeah, like absolutely. Yeah. absolutely. Um, yeah, so you need new players to fill the gaps. You know, I I I I, I love uh, Lucas, but even even but, no, you don't. No, no you don't. Lucas, I love, but I, I I think he's he's bad though. I I it doesn't mean I don't love him, but he 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 is bad. Uh, even in this game, uh, they know they knew they could not get get past Mendy. So uh, if you noticed, like every attack came from uh, Lucas Vasquez's side, and a lot of them, a lot of them went through. Like, uh, do you remember that one uh, one time? It was uh, it, it was called offside in the end, but uh, yeah. Mendy had to clear. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know what? In the last season, when Zidane was here, yeah, of course he was still not uh, Carvajal, but uh, he was, you know, uh, semi-solid. Uh, this season, he he just he looks like a headless chicken running around. He doesn't uh, doesn't know what to do in defense. Uh, and in offense, only thing he does is cross. He just yeah gets the ball. Crosses, gets it back. Crosses, gets it back. Crosses, and he, th this is what he does. Uh, uh, and uh, he was bound to get lucky at some point. Um, yeah. It was converted by their players. Their player, though, uh, you know, it was uh, kind of unfortunate for Shakhtar, but mm, I still think uh, he could have cleared it better. Uh, for sure, the yeah. uh, um, the Schechter player, uh, like Asensio showed us how to actually cross. Yeah, uh, his his uh, assist to Benzema was pretty pretty good. Uh, although um, Schechter had lost motivation and it, it was four uh, nil, uh, and they yeah. they couldn't get themselves to defend. Uh, yeah. But still, uh, that is how to cross. Lucas Vasquez just sits on the right side, just crosses. The cross hits somebody's head, and it's usually not a Real Madrid player, and it, then it gets cleared out. So I, I, I don't know. He needs to find something the thing, else. The thing to... is, bro, like, I, 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 I get your like frustration with Vasquez. Like, it's totally warranted. Like, nobody's going to be like, you know, why are you like hitting on Vasquez for no reason? But, bro, like, when things don't go away, when are like down down and out with the injuries and suspensions he'll do a job i'll tell you now if we have a crucial away knockout fixture like against bayern or city or someone he'll be starting if like carvajal is still not making it you know like yeah so sorry to interrupt but it's also, a thief carvajal will for sure not make it that's how he's like carvajal is like five games very good and then the next 10 games he's injured like he's like an enigma i haven't solved so far like if you could recall, like in the Champions League finals, he got injured. The one he could not make, you know, and you just keep wondering, like, what happens? Like you have a world-class player, and you don't even—it's now it comes back to the Bill Enigma, like in the 
president tenure, like you were thinking, like yeah. Bale is this player you who can change the games, but he's just never yeah. available. Then what happens eventually, you know? But this is something also I don't know. Maybe it's time to move on. I don't know. Yeah, we definitely like, need a right back, and uh, Salim Hakimi was. Oh, uh, that, yeah. Uh, it's like I think I right now at least this season I prefer Nacho on the right side than Lucas Vasquez because at least he knows how to defend, sort of. Yeah, <laughs> at least better, better, better than Lucas Vasquez. Like you know what Lucas Vasquez is kind of he's very very predictable as to what he's gonna yeah. do. But the thing is yeah. Benzema, Benzema's. Benzema's, uh, like, uh, a lot of the times, he's also predictable, and uh, hear me out on this, like, whenever he's on the left side, you know he's yeah. gonna uh, cut inside, and at the edge of the box, he's just gonna pull off an amazing shot and score. And, uh, like, everyone watching knows that he's gonna do that, but he still pulls yeah. it off, right? Like, Lucas Vasquez, same thing, everyone knows he's gonna do, and that's why he doesn't pull it off. So uh, uh, the huge contrast here, of course, you know, uh, comparing Benzema to uh, Lucas Vasquez is kind of unfair, but uh, the point still stands. Like Benzema, well, a, lot, a lot of the a lot of the times, he's, he's also predictable. But you know, you can he's be predictable, predictable and uh, like, still do. Like if you think from the you're like perfectly uh, right, no, no. Like if you're thinking from the defender's perspective, like if you see Vasquez running towards you. You know he's gonna like do a couple of step overs, go wide and then cross. Mm -hmm. Yeah. But bro, I'm gonna tell you we will need that throughout the season. It's a long season. We're gonna need that big time. Those crosses, like when things are, you know. Speaking of Carvajal, is uh, yeah. He said uh, that he's hoping to get back. Uh, to uh, uh, on uh, El Clasico, but why? I hope not. I hope he's not like gonna I, play I, I because uh, you remember last season he was back mm. after like a couple of months of being uh, sidelined and then 30 minutes in he's injured spent the rest of the uh, season uh, in, a, in, in, a, in a hospital basically uh, so yeah. I, I you know what I don't I don't even think like at this point, uh, taking it slow with Carvajal is gonna do the uh, do uh, do the job because I think he's yeah. always gonna be injured for the rest of his career now. Uh, but the thing is, why I'm why uh, we as a fan base are not as angry as at Carvajal as uh, uh, a certain injured player that came a uh, 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 few years ago is that Carvajal has been useful for us for years and yeah. uh, for him we haven't he hasn't been useful he, I, I cannot remember one time where he was actually whether we needed him like we needed him I mean, I, I mean we won a game because of him a single yeah. game not talking about like a yeah. trophy or something. You know, the, the point about this also is that you have to also consider that this is the guy who is supposed to be the main man, you understand? So like, you're not expecting like, you know, like for Vini Jr. or Rodrigo or Asensio, you can have off games, you understand? Or you can like have yeah. mediocre games, like average games. Yeah. But like for you to be the main guy in the white shirt, like we need you to deliver like constantly, constantly. And as Fernando said, like we can't even remember like 
a single game where like wow yeah this guy is the man like you literally talking about the game yeah like ah. yeah i mean yeah i like i i think mariano should step up <laughs> <laughs> That's the main man, yeah. You know, the confidence of Mariano also is it's on a different level, really. Yeah, yeah. No, yeah no, no, this no, number coach. seven in history of Real Madrid. Yeah. I mean, it, to be fair, he's a better number seven for Madrid than Hazard said. That's that's unironically speaking. That's such. That's actually the truth. Like we shouldn't be laughing at that. You know, he's a better number seven for us than Hazard has yeah. been. He won us an El Clicio, man. Remember? Yeah, so. that's, uh, that's true. Actually, speaking of, you know, the past times also, like, the number sevens, like, it was nice to see Marcelo get back on the pitch. Like, I, it felt like I haven't seen him in a very, very long time. Like, I kind of felt happy about it. Like, although I know it's the past time, well, it was really nice. And additionally, it was nice to get Mendy back. And now, finally, Alaba has a permanent position. And I hope he can form a partnership yeah. with Militao and at least they can form some understanding and you know how like compact our defense is right like yeah very few gaps yeah. apart apart from the right side the eventual uh the actually you plays. know the, the injuries are the is what happened like alaba plays the left back and then nacho plays and then you know there were times even yeah. where fede valvari had to play the right back so like because of lack mm -hmm. of you know consistency you can't actually create like a, a back line a solid back line so hopefully like with the return of mandy and we hope one day Kawal eventually finds a solution to his problem. I hope. Yeah. Otherwise, yeah, you... otherwise you, the the fan base, like until now, at least un until today, they have been always talking about finding a backup for Kawal. Like now, if this continues past this season, the fan base would turn, uh, just flip the table and actually start talking about um, Kawal being the backup, and you know. So sure. That's, that's looking good. Actually, you know, I, I actually had that like idea when like Hakimi left. Although like Hakimi had not proved himself, like as Nando said, like Kabahal yeah. has shown that he can do this on the biggest stage under the highest of pressure, you know. But like yeah. uh, the point was that I felt like Hakimi was the guy to go next. Like he, I don't know why. I just felt like the like the issue of he can't defend and all this. It doesn't matter really. Like we can see like Alexander Arnold. Like the guy is like a bad defender. I would say, but like. Actually, it's yeah. the same thing with Marcelo. Like when Marcelo and Cristiano were playing on the same wing, like we never yeah. knew Marcelo wasn't a very good defender actually. But once Ronaldo mm. left and people started to attack Marcelo, then we understood that okay, Marcelo is a very good attacker. But maybe when exposed, he's not a very good like isolated defender one v one. So it's the same thing. Like if you're, I feel like if your attacking output is quite high, you can actually like cover for the deficiencies of defense. I don't know what do you guys yeah. think about this. What, what do you think, Nodo? Nodo is done. <laughs> uh, I think we should get back to Shakhtar. <laughs> um, uh, you know, uh, thing is. What did you guys think about? Yeah, go on. Uh, my bad, my bad. Uh, man of the match of of Shakhtar was Benzema. Yeah. Do you think? Vinicius mm. deserved it more. 60 touches, 2 goals, One 6 assist. shots, 3 on target, 1 assist, 4 key passes, 8.9 rating on SofaScore. That's not bad. Uh, 
Yep. You know, uh, one thing to put, uh, you know, uh, just uh, one thing about Benzema is he participated in all five goals pretty much. You know, yeah. uh, first goal was because uh, because uh, he was pressuring the defender. Second yeah. goal, uh, he started the attack. I think yeah, same the same on the third goal. I mean, on, ball, on the fourth. He didn't steal the ball, but he dribbled the player and gave the assist. Just and on the last goal, he scored himself. Uh, but yeah, I, I personally would still give it to Vinicius. If, if it was to me. Actually, I felt so as well. And actually, I, I kind of noticed, like, in the ending part of the match, like, it was like Vini was trying to get the hat-trick and, like, the, the Madrid midfield yeah. was trying to make Benzema score his goal, like, rather than actually, actually look towards Vinicius completing the hat-trick. I kind of felt bad about it. I wanted, like, Vinicius to complete the hat-trick and, like, feel good about that. Well, yeah, like, Benzema has to get his goal, actually. Yeah, to be honest. Benzema, like, um... So you guys both think that Vinicius deserved more, right? Yeah, for Benzema. sure. No, no, should have been Benzema, man, because he was involved in like every goal. Every goal, like it, it doesn't happen because of just uh, you know luck or just him existing. He just like picks up those spaces, half spaces between the lines, like runs in behind, does everything. The complete package. Well, actually, I think maybe personally for me, it's because like I'm still coming to terms with like Vinicius being the finisher he's becoming this day. So like, yeah, I'm always waiting like, okay, when will he go back to his to, to the real he, Vinicius? He like, needs when... at least 15 goals, and that's and that's us actually giving him, you know, a little bit of leeway. 15 goals yeah. is what we need at the minimum from a starting winger. Uh, one oh, thing, uh, I, in, during the game, I had a near heart attack when uh, uh, there was a challenge on Benzema and he started to, uh, you know, he started to, you know, touch his hand. And then for like around 10 minutes, he was kind of uh, walking around, checking himself. And I, I, yeah. I thought like, the season is over. Benzema's <laughs> not getting the Ballon d'Or. <laughs> Uh, I that, but nothing serious. But yeah, no, thankfully, yeah. But at the moment, at the moment, you know, when a player starts checking himself out, it usually yeah. is uh, serious because you know you can't tell when the player is faking it and when the player is actually concerned and is checking himself out. For me, the 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 scare was what I read on Twitter later. Like they said, Benzema has suffered a knock in his ankle. You know, I was like, yeah. Actually, it was reported by JLS Sanchez. He's oh. actually Taiwan. Yeah, yeah, yeah no. Yeah, well, actually, I if you could recall, like there was a there was a tackle in our half where like his boots were actually removed. Like it was quite a hard tackle on his ankle. Actually. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So I think maybe that's that. It's related to that. I'm not sure. Maybe. Might be. Might be. Yeah, well, well, Big Ben's is made, is made of iron, so we will see him to place up for mm. that. That's um. Cool. He's a, they said he should be okay for the classical. Should be fine. Also, speaking of Benzema, he equaled the fourth highest goal scorer of our club with 290 goals. He just equaled Santiana. Yeah, and uh, he's close to Di Stefano and Raul, and I think he's gonna beat them both if he, especially if he continues like this. Yeah. He's on fire right now. 
Okay. You know, and I wanted him to score so much, uh, so much yeah. because uh, uh, he was trying so hard, and he—you can tell—he wants to uh, make his uh, stats even better. And he's actually—he's—he's yeah. he's aiming for the Ballon d'Or. He—he's—he's he's definitely on that train, uh, like everybody else. Uh, do you think he's gonna get the Ballon d'Or? Compared to last week, has has his chances improved? Like, what do you guys think? For me, it has, definitely. Unfortunately, I don't think so. I actually think like there's there's I, I don't know, but I feel like for right now, like Benzema doesn't have that like, because the point is like, you like we watch the Premier League and like all of a sudden like people are like hyping up Salah like he's the best player and stuff like that. I feel like uh, yeah. there's something missing like with La Liga and for example like players like Benzema like. There isn't that mm. much publicity, I don't know, because you know, like it's just like a publicity contest, like who has the more, I don't know, following or whatever it is. I just feel like for yeah. Benzema, like that's not high enough, like he doesn't have yeah. that much yet. Like, and again, considering the fact also that Messi won the Copa, and I don't know, Lewandowski got dropped last well, year, so I don't maybe he made the these two things. Uh, well, uh, Benzema won the Nations League. You know, and right you well. can argue that Nations League is not as big of a competition as Copa, mm -hmm. but uh, you know I always found Copa to be a, a really sort of a sketchy tournament because they they uh, played whenever they want, once a year, yeah. like uh, yeah. once every two years, you know. Uh, uh, sometimes it's a Japan place, sometimes it's Qatar, uh, I, I don't know, like, it's such a, I find it to be a more random competition than the Nations League is, because at least we know what Nations League is, when it is, and this and that, yeah. and, and Copa del Rey is always a wild card, you know, oh, oh, look, this time, it, it, it's Australia playing, Oh, let, let's get U.S. to play next year, and uh, why why don't why don't we get France at, at some that's, point? That's a, that's that's a controversial take. I'll tell you that because Copa America has. Did I say Copa del Rey? I may have said Copa del Rey there. Like it's been it's been going on for years, and I'll tell you, like I support Brazil, like on the international stage, and I'll tell you that apart from Brazil, I'll tell you Brazil, Chile, uh, Argentina, Uruguay, Colombia. Maybe Paraguay. That's that's pretty much it. And I'll tell you, the co the quality of competition is pretty low. But I don't know, man. Nations League has has a long way to go to to be there, to be among you know, among the. Usual. Yeah, I know. Like not not many people take it seriously, but yeah. uh, still, like uh, people don't take Nations League seriously. But because of uh, because uh, Copa America is so random. Uh, yeah. That's why I don't take Copa as seriously, uh, yeah. and, like just uh, just like people don't take uh, Nations League seriously. And, you know, I, it's a popularity contest. I don't think that's yeah. that And it's like uh, you know, uh, Copa America is kind of like uh, La Liga. It's usually uh, like Barca and Real winning it, and, but yeah. sometimes Atletico wins it. You know. Uh, so, Argentina and uh, Brazil are most. That necessarily of... means that's a bad competition or like an uncompetitive um, league or something. No, right? 
Yeah, and it's like whenever uh, whenever somebody apart from uh, uh, Brazil or uh, Argentina wins Copa America, it's pretty pretty significant, especially for that team and you know how, how people love football in South America. But you know, I I still think it's kind of a weird competition. It's kind of mm. rules are like they make up the rules as they go, or like yeah. it it already exists and those rules are just weird. You know, it, it's a little hectic. Competition. On a ball, they bend over for more mm -hmm. people than you have. I mean, <laughs> what happened in Brazil was oof. Well, uh, yeah, that, that uh, actually, so uh. I was watching the game, uh, yeah. and the Georgian commentators are uh, commentating, obviously. And you know, at, at first they're like, they have no idea what's going on, uh, and they're like, who are these people? Why are they in on, on, in the stadium? This and that. And then you know, they read it, uh, read it online, uh, yeah. who these people are and what they're doing. And uh, this this one guy who's a really great commentator just goes crazy on uh, Brazil's president he just yeah. oh, live while like yeah. he's the main commentator of the channel one of the main commentators at least and he just he, he just destroys the Brazil's uh, Brazil's president he's like calls him an imbecile a degenerate and yeah. imagine a, a, a commentator just calling someone an imbecile and a degenerate and an idiot on uh, yeah. uh, live uh, in front of people and like I was like what are you doing but it was yeah. ki it was kind of satisfying nah, nah it was really satisfying but uh, you know I was like I, you're a great commentator just don't get yourself fired you know and th yeah, that's kind of like the crazy stuff that happens on uh, South American in, in South American football um, uh, you know, speaking of South American football or lack thereof in Barcelona, uh, we are playing Barcelona next. The El Clasico, first time without both Ronaldo and Messi, but this time Benzema in a better form than both of them, and Barcelona in probably the worst shape. That I personally can remember. Uh, yeah. Good for them that Ansufat is back. Uh, I love the guy. Brilliant player. Uh, good for Barcelona. Good for Fatih. He actually made a contra contracting extension, and people were surprised about his one billion uh, a really one billion dollar release clause. And those people that were surprised probably are the ones that don't follow. La Liga and don't know that uh, release clauses are mandatory and no one expects them to sell uh, Fatih for a billion dollars. It's just uh, it's just a form a formal thing. So another Neymar situation won't won't happen. Uh, so uh, I people uh, people that have been carrying them uh, this season, uh, PK he has stepped up a lot. Uh, not only on the on the pitch. He made the registering uh, Depay and Aguero possible uh, mm. by taking a contract extension. Future president, to be honest. Yeah. Top yeah. president. Yeah. yeah, for sure. A hundred percent. 
so uh, Eric Garcia is one that gonna one is the one player that will be uh, exploited by Vinicius and uh, Benzema because he is not, I don't think he's gonna start, bro. He's terrible. Do you think Eric Garcia is gonna start? He will start the classico. Uh, Do you think Faru? Yeah, I think I think Garcia will start. Nah, uh, man. Uh, he I has been starting he's... way too many games. For reason, like I don't know why, like for some reason, like Garcia is like they rate him so highly. I think by the like the Barca and the Catalonian guys, I don't know why. Yeah, like, it, I think. I mean, I mean, Luis Enrique, like, what what is he doing? Exactly. He's taking Eric Garcia. He's, uh, he's absolute like he's bad and he's in a terrible form. Like combination That's of the worst things. That's he's like he's not good in the first place. And now, and he's in a terrible, terrible form, both mentally and just physically, as I can, uh, as to what I can see. He's making like mistakes after mistake. Yeah. Like the point is, like uh, you said, like he's not like he's bad in something or he's not in form. But the point is, this like Garcia never actually established himself at City or anywhere. You understand? That's why I said like this. this they kind of, they kind of like high relate rate him, but we actually haven't seen anything from him. Like, in England, he didn't establish himself. He, at best, he was, like, the fourth-choice centre-back, you understand? And then he came to Spain, and out of the blue, like, he's playing for the Spanish national team without showing anything. Really, I don't know what's up with the Catalonian <laughs> like, guys. What, like, Faro, what do you think was the thought process behind this move? Like, that's I, I feel it's just sentiment, really. You know, like, the Catalonians are quite proud, like, seeing uh, the from the past region. Wasn't Eric Garcia free? Yeah, he was a free agent. Yeah, but like, there you go, uh, Sinead, that that's the that's the reason well, behind know, the Garcia transfer. Barcelona has been there for like a long time. Just because Barcelona were in a very bad financial situation, they could not make this happen in January or the previous year, actually. Like, it's been green traction for a long time because he had already told CT that he wasn't going to renew his contract and like, they knew already, but just like, CT weren't going to let him go for free unless the contract ended officially, so this was that, actually. Like I, I, I feel, feel like I honestly feel for Garcia because, bro, uh, the, in my opinion at least, modern football, right? They churn out like youngsters to do yeah. the right thing, play it safe, to just be solid on the ball, and you'll eventually break into the first team. And that's not, in my books, that's not defending. Defending is when you can actually anticipate what's gonna happen mm -hmm. before the mm -hmm. attacker. And honestly, today's defenders doesn't have that, apart from a very, very hand-picked few, uh, you know, like absolutely brilliant defenders. But Garcia is one of them. Like Vallejo. Just... Oh, oh, no, oh, no, no, no. no. Like, like, he how is that... Like, really, he how, how like, do we have that guy? Like, really, when I saw him come on, I was like, wow, like, maybe I'm in the wrong profession. Maybe I could also become a footballer, God knows, I don't know. <laughs> Bro, like, to be honest, I used to love Vallejo, like, like really, starting wow, out, like, he was good. Yeah, like, no. he, was on, he was at Granada last year, if I'm not mistaken, right? I think yeah. he was at Granada, and then he was at yeah. Wolves, he was like, like, he was literally all over the place, and he literally can't get anything, and, like, he's back at real, and he was literally playing a Champions League match. I was like, wow, like, wow, I just don't know, man. Really, like, I feel okay. Actually, back to the issue about you know defending, I feel maybe because this is like it's more of a systematic way of playing. Because, like, when you go yeah. back in time, like, with the way of people like Sir Alex Ferguson, like, to be honest, like, Sir Alex didn't have like you know, like a blueprint or tactics like the way Guardiola has now, or the Conte, let's see, or like a exactly. You guys just do you're a defender, your job is to stop the ball, you're a goalkeeper, your job is to yeah. keep the ball out. But these days, you have to. 
Yeah, exactly. But these days you have like you're a goalkeeper, you have you need to know how to kick the ball. You're a defender, yeah. you need to boot from the back. You're a fullback, yeah. like Guardiola's inverted fullbacks or like uh, clubs uh, playmaking fullbacks, things like this. So you just have they just you know twisted everything. So I think like it's now more of a team defending rather than just you know uh, an individual you know specialist. Like okay, I'm a defender. Like the old people like yeah. the Sergio Ramos or the Maldinis and so on and so forth. You know? So maybe this is one reason actually. And Eric Garcia maybe would have thrived in a system that works, but unfortunately yeah. he came to Barcelona at the time um, where Luis Enrique is just bringing Eric Garcia, uh, Eric Garcia to Spain's games, and he's starting Spain's games. And you know, uh, he, the Barcelona fanatic that Luis Enrique is. Uh, and a very non-biased person, may I say. Yeah, very non-biased. <laughs> non-biased. Uh, he thinks he's doing a good thing. That he's bringing Eric Garcia and starting him because he's, you know, he's a Barcelona player. He's doing good for Barcelona. But he, he, he doesn't realize that he's actually hurting both Barcelona and Eric Garcia more. Because he brings on Eric Garcia, who's... Definitely not their best defender. Uh, I, I don't know. Like he's definitely not ahead of Nacho. Uh, he's way behind Nacho, if if I say so myself. Yeah. Uh, and you know he brings on Eric Garcia, and Eric Garcia just embarrasses himself a game after game. He does. Uh, uh, he, he makes a mistake after mistake, and uh, you know you can. You can just see the comments on his, uh, his uh, like the goals that were considered because of him, and like people are just trashing him, just so hard. Uh, you know, it's kind of like kind of feel bad for him, but you know, like, but, like it's not not like no one's uh, like just saying he he's be shit this because Eric fucking Garcia, bro, he shouldn't be getting this much airtime on a pod. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> to be honest, I mean, you're right. Yeah. Another guy, bro, PK, man, PK. Like I thought the guy was finished. I thought he was done at the top level. Like he lost his legs. Mm. Like he can't like move as quickly as he used to. So, what do you guys think of his resurgence? As the I two think it don't. Uh, actually, it's more about you know like when you when you're at like now the point is at Barcelona. You look and you look to the right, to the left. You know, you see like it's the likes of. Sergio tests oh, okay to some extent we can say Sergio Roberto is also a senior player you know you look to these yeah. guys and like you look at the midfield and, like the young players you know the Gavis and the Pedris you know the Frankie De Jongs and like it's up to now like to, it's it's up to Gerard Piquet to actually step up you know as you said like he's washed out he's been washed out for a while actually but like now yeah. he just you know fine I don't know like it's just like a mental I don't know like mental resurgence rather than I feel like a physical thing and like yeah yeah so yeah so i feel it's more about that like there is nothing so like you just have to step up like that's like that's the issue of being an elder statesman you know you just you know mm -hmm. step up and you have to control these guys because like there's nothing else to do other than that really yeah i mean yeah, barcelona yeah. needs him and he stepped up uh let's see him step down uh for this game though uh benzema and oh. uh, vinicius oh. will will destroy uh pk yeah, let's see winning puts them on the floor you know, like, like, the way we just keep saying Benzema and Vinicius, like Rodrigo was really good against. Rodrigo, man. So yeah, sure, really but uh, he's still 
not on the same level. You know, it's like Rodrigo, Vinicius, and Demezum. Um, I also, uh, you know, uh, mid midfield like midfield uh, is uh, uh, Sergio Busquets, which last time out injured uh, Lucas Vasquez, and since yeah, then I thought he was like even for him, like I thought he was done. Yeah, Still so he injured Le Lucas Vasquez last time out, and yeah, he's been in in a bad form since then. So thank you, Sergio, appreciate it. Uh, then they have uh, poor man's uh, Valverde, <laughs> uh, of course referring to the young. Yeah, like Frenchy, I will get us cancelled, like I'll be honest. <laughs> Uh, uh, young is Dayong is uh, decent, but he's no Valverde for sure. Uh, and then there's they have a third midfielder. Who's that? It's Gavi, bro. I'm so happy. Oh yeah. Oh yeah, Gavi, Gavi, Gavi the goat. Uh, Gavi the uh, player who got called up. Uh, uh, in Spain's squad, even though he hasn't played anything, and then, then uh, there was a sense you scored a hat trick, uh, yeah. and he didn't get called up, and I think, and Gavi did. Uh, I'm not saying like I like, uh, Asensio's hat trick redeemed him from everything, but uh, no. I mean his hat trick definitely earned him a spot more, at least more than Gavi, because who who the who the hell is Gavi? Who is that? Like I have, I have. Uh, first time I heard of Gavi was when uh, Luis Enrique called him up on Spain, Spain squad, and like uh, the red Reddit title said, Gavi called up. Like who's Gavi? Yeah. And then I learned that he apparently he's pl plays for Barcelona. I know uh, where you're coming from. Luis Enrique rubbed you the wrong way, bro. <laughs> uh, then they have uh, Memphis in attack, who's. You know he's inconsistently good. I guess I think that's the four goals, two assists. Perfect, perfect uh, uh, summary of him because uh, he's been mostly good for Barcelona. But uh, yeah. then there there were a few games where he should have won and just poof in his brain. Uh, then Fati, who's been who has come back brilliantly. Uh, yeah. And I think, uh, to be honest, I think he's gonna score against us because it, it, it's just set up that way. Uh, so the headlines will go crazy. Our uh, uh, right side is weak. Uh, so, Mati And then they it. have uh, second De Jong. Uh, Luke De Jong. Yeah, yeah, and Luke De Jong is... I don't know how this guy starts for Barcelona. I don't know how he ended up in Barcelona. What, what was that? What, I mean, is, 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 he, is he Doctor Strange? You know, like, how, how did he manage to get him? I know a team that bought Martin Braithwaite, man. Don't forget about this, so... So, Braithwaite, even though he was a mean man, he used to do bits. He used to score. He used to, like, link up. Like, he's he still in, in Barcelona? I don't care what Braithwaite does, like a player like Braithwaite doesn't belong at a team like Barcelona. In Barcelona, I get it. But bro, like we have to change with the time, man. Like it's not 2015 anymore. You know, that's long gone. Yeah, I think uh, uh, Barcelona is Braithwaite quality team now. <laughs> and they, and they, <laughs> they're, they're only gonna get worse. 
Like, future is looking very grim for Barcelona. And I, I've said this for years. When Messi is going to uh, leave Barcelona, it's going to be way worse than, uh, for it was, uh, than it was for Real Madrid when Ronaldo left. Because when Ronaldo left, we still had a team. Now, they have uh, washed up Pique, who has... Who has stepped up this uh, this this period? Uh, sure, but like he's become a very very injury prone, and uh, he's old. Uh, Sergio Busquets is old, and there's how long will Ter Stegen uh, carry them uh, and save them? Uh, they have Serginio Dest, who's yeah. Hey, That's he's not. He's not That's the good, bro. That's the good. Like, yeah, but he's not world class. He's good, but he's not world class. Uh, like, who, Jordi Alba is old. Barcelona's team at the moment. I, I, like, even has fallen off a cliff. Sergio Busquets yeah, that's, is like that's the only one you can, could say apart from like Ter Stegen. Uh, you know what? No, no. Like I used to share the same sentiment because you mentioned like how you felt Messi leaving would end Barcelona, bro. Like I used to tell my Barca mates that your club is actually you know like being. Messi slave for no reason like you shouldn't like no club should you know like absolutely fall on any player's feet or bend over for anybody because that put your that actually puts your club in in, in a like in, in a sense of jeopardy because mm -hmm. nobody's going to respect you like once you like completely uh, cater to any player's wishes then it's gone then the only way is downhill from there the little that, dictator that right happened. Yeah, well, <laughs> yeah, man, it's it's actually, I feel like, I don't know, well, like, I felt like Messi was the least of their problems, actually. They just kept on making mistakes upon mistakes now, upon mistakes. I mean, that's, that, Mess, that's a different Messi was not a problem. Messi was the only about. player that ha has been uh, uh, keeping Barca from completely... Uh, getting demolished and I'm not talking from the football side of things. I'm talking from a you know like a financial yeah, yeah, yeah. institutional financial viewpoint. Yeah, and financial financial uh, is more than Messi. It's Bartomeu, uh, the greatest yeah, greatest uh, Real Madrid legend that has ever existed. Uh, you know he he he. Uh, he did, he did everything basically. The only reason that most most of the reason that uh, Barcelona is in such a terrible situation is Bartomeu. Yeah. What was he doing? It's like you know uh, what 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 Bartomeu did. Like uh, when you uh, when you download like a, a, a simulator game where you have to build a company, you know, and the first time out. It, you don't uh, know how to do stuff and what to do, uh, and you just start uh, overpaying for everything, and then uh, you lose all, uh, you lose the game because you went, ba you go bankrupt, and then you have to start over and get a new game, and now you know what to do. It's like basically that. Yeah, yeah, but <laughs> there, there are no saves. It, it's been corrupted. <laughs> So that's that's what happened with Bartomeu. I, I don't know uh, what I think went through. Both, bro. Hmm? It's it's one like what he made is a valid point. Another thing I felt during that time was he had his personal interests, you know, to cater. Yeah. Like, and that was the Paulinho team. 
the uh, the Chinese club he was you know sold to then bought back and walked yeah, off. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He had his personal shady shit. Going yeah, isn't there where Bale was going? Was it was it Evergrande or something? Uh, yeah, so Bay, uh, the Ch- Chinese club Bale was going to. Uh, he was gonna yeah. go there. Then, uh, then uh, uh, since Asensio got injured, we cancelled the uh, transfer, and then the the club uh, fell apart, as far as I know. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, that, so that's why I thought. Talking so, about. Talking about like absentees for Barca, like guys, Braithwaite uh, is is like no matter how bad we think he is, he's essential to the way Barca plays, mm-hmm. in my opinion at least. And Arojo is a brilliant defender, like I rate him very highly. He he can do the job. And Pedri, and let's not talk about Dembele. He is always you know he's just gone. So Arojo, Pedri are huge misses, like. Uh, how how do you guys think like uh, Nodo? Do you rate Pedri more than Gavi? Pedri is good, right? Pedri Pedri's brilliant. Yeah. Uh, I, I mean, you don't start literally every. Yeah, you don't play. I don't know if he started every game. You don't play every single game of the season at Barcelona and Spain if you're not yeah. good. I mean, even though. It, if you if you play for Barcelona, then you're gonna start. Then you gotta play for Spain, because reasons. But okay, let's. Yeah. Let, let's I'm gonna drop uh, Spain because I think uh, I think Luis Enrique is a lunatic and uh, he 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 he's just I don't know. I have nothing good to say about him. Uh, so I'm just gonna speak about Barcelona. Uh, you don't start you don't start every game uh, at Barcelona, especially at age 18. If you are not good, so uh, again, I'm gonna say I have no idea who Gavi is, and uh, and uh, I don't know this guy. Pe- Pedri <laughs> played every game of the season, and then he wanted to play more, and he, he was basically like forced to uh, forced take to a break, uh, and uh, that just shows his passion and determination. And yeah. even if you don't have talent, your passion and determination is gonna bring you, uh, uh, you know, a long ways. And uh, yeah. he definitely has talent, so makes yeah. makes him a little bit uh, dangerous. But I don't think it's yeah. gonna be dangerous enough, to be honest. Uh, what about uh, Barcelona's bench? I I I don't even know who. On their bench. Aguero is there for daughters. Coutinho. Oh, the guy who destroyed Barcelona. I think. I mean, hand in hand with Guatemo. If if uh, if uh, Coutinho plays against us, uh, it would probably mean that uh, Barcelona will have to pay some more to Liverpool. That because there's probably like a clause that Coutinho plays against Real Madrid yeah. Barcelona has to play, pay Liverpool <laughs> because they had to pay Liverpool for because of Coutinho like 10,000 times now so yeah um, that deal is something else man really like the deal like you could see like how contrasting fortunes are like 
literally Coutinho was the big like okay he wasn't the beginning but like he was the eventual domino like he was the last piece of the puzzle for the you know the ending of the empire and literally he was the last piece of the puzzle for Klopp to build the dynasty at Liverpool like you know really. I think uh, Coutinho was the last uh, piece of the puzzle to destroy Barcelona yeah. uh, also uh, like I think it to me it's like the funniest football story is the Coutinho really Coutinho's clause about uh, if he wins uh, UCL Barca has to pay 5 million to Liverpool and that was he, absolutely hilarious because Coutinho won on a loan and but he participated in demolishing Barcelona and Barcelona had to pay Liverpool for that that was that is just absolutely hilarious to me I, one of my favorite football stories of all time. Like, if you tell your kids that, they yeah. will be like, you know, like, you want that, you know. Uh, yeah, I, I will definitely be telling that to my kids. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. It's like one of those, like, funny stories you remember, like, oh, back in my day, Bartomeu yeah, like, was the Barcelona's president and he was an incompetent idiot. Uh, okay. We're getting too ahead of ourselves, in my opinion, because even though Barcelona is in a mess, they are down and out, like like how it seems at the moment, at least. Um, it's still a Clásico, and anything can go anyway. Mm-hmm. Exactly, yeah. You know, smoke goes out of the window. Like, it's it's just... Just the Clásico on its own can, can do weird things, man. Like, for me, the greatest uh, worry for me is because they're going to match our formation. Like, until, until like, uh, a couple of weeks ago, like, right after they lost to Atletico, I think Coleman was was uh, talked to by the board to, like, you know, just fix your shit up, otherwise you're, like, sacked in, like, a couple of months by December. I think that's what happened. Because until then, he used to, like, change formations like he, like he changes salad. Like, like 3-4-2-1, 3-1-4-2, 4-2-3-1, sometimes, like... You know, just even like opting for a formation from I think some random draw because he used to go absolutely bonkers with formations, in my opinion, and that was like contributing a, like a large chunk to how bad they were. But since the last two games, at least against Valencia and Kiev, he is reverting back to a more traditional 4-3-3, which, in my opinion, would work for Barcelona because of their, you know. Um, lack of personnel uh, per se so I think that'll be a problem what do you guys think because they're going to be 4-3-3 as well most probably what do you guys think well actually I think the the, the thing comes down becomes a battle of the midfield actually and actually I feel like right now and I don't know I feel like Barca's midfield cannot match Reals because like the the Barca's midfield it's like although like Sergio Busquets is a bit back these days but he's still like Pedestrian, he still doesn't have that athleticism in the midfield anymore. No, like, no, he doesn't. Well, but like, our like, midfield also doesn't have it, bro. Like yeah. Cruz, Casemiro, these guys. Casemiro can move about. Modric yeah, can. Yeah, Cruz has never been like a athletic, mobile guy. It was always no, Modric, no, no. Like, you know. But like with yeah. the, with most likely with Val, I I think maybe Valverde is gonna start the game. So I think like really? most likely his athleticism might. I'm I, I'm actually expecting that actually, because so I don't, don't know. Don't you I think, think Valverde? Will be part of the front three instead of the midfield three for us. Mm, 
Yeah, I don't know. I don't think so. I feel like we're gonna go more like a lot of athleticism on that side, like to exp because you know, like the truth is like Jordi Alba is still yeah. Jordi Alba yeah. is still quite fast like this day. So maybe I don't know to Rodrigo Valverde to counter that place and you know because against Lucas Vasquez, like although like I like and admire him, it's just you know cross your fingers you don't know what's gonna happen today. He's Maradona and the next day he's Galas. Yeah. Uh, let's hope, man. Let's hope Carlo doesn't start Valverde like at fullback. I don't want. Oh to. yeah. Oh, no, 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 no. I, I prefer Lucas Vasquez to be a right back than Valverde. Yeah. Oh, you do like him now? Okay, thank you. Uh, <laughs> uh, yeah. As long as I think, as long as Mendy starts, we are gonna win this game. Wow. Well, when? Our defense is sorted with Mendy, I'll tell you that. Almost, but yeah. Yeah. Like, one side that is a little weak, even with Mendy, I think. Mm -hmm. One spot. Yeah, well, I, still, I feel like even, like, we have, like, a mistake, you know, it's like a chance to give, like, one, two, three chances to give in every game, and we just have to hope that Courtois is there to save the oh stuff. I just feel like, you know, it's just about because the defense is still new, like, so we just need a bit of time to adapt to the post Ramos around era, and, like, if the guys get to understand each other, we can build up eventually. And the injuries have not helped as well, but hopefully... Has Ramos get... played... Has Ramos played a game? Uh, at PSG? Not yet? Not yet. Wow. He was actually supposed to play over the, la the last weekend, but then he got injured again, and they really? said like, he has to wait for 10 days again, and then after 10 days, they can evaluate the situation. Whoops. Maybe Let's he should have... Maybe he should have just forgot about the money, and just continued to be well, here. No, actually, I think for Ramos, it wasn't more about the money, more about the duration of the contract and stuff like that. And okay. then, like, eventually, when he wanted the contract, they told him, like, unfortunately, the, the ship has sailed. We don't yeah, but that was his team. fault. I mean, he literally said himself that he, he told Perez to just continue planning without him. What what was Perez supposed to do? He, it's, it's not like a football manager, you know, uh, you know, you know. Actually, I'm not gonna do this. I'm gonna do this. Like, when when you're running a multi-billionaire, uh, a multi-billion uh, dollar business, you have to, like, plan ahead. You can't just be, like, in the moment making decisions. You have to, like, just know what, what you're gonna do next few months minimum. And yeah. that's, how, that's how it goes. Like, Perez is, like... Okay, you know what? Like, it, you, your plan has to be pitch perfect. One, uh, one thing uh, that's gonna uh, go wrong. It may start a chain, and you know you may end up uh, having to sell your best player because you don't have money to keep him. Uh, and then, like, you're gonna be in a massive debt. And like Perez is a smart smart man he plans ahead and he plans brilliantly every single time and you know he can't just be making uh, random decisions le left and right just in the moment it was like ramos living was all about ramos and you know you, you definitely you can't 
you can't say that for a fact, man, because it's it's gray lines everywhere. Like I, I don't think it's black and white, just like how the media says it. But you know, at the end of the day, we knew we had to move on from Ramos. Like we couldn't rely on that. You know what? Yeah, yeah. I I would have given him the benefit of the doubt, but every single yeah. contract extension he has gotten. He yeah. has made it hell for us every single time, and you know, we just Perez just yeah, got tired of his bullshit, yeah. and uh, Ramos was has gotten old and he's become more injured. He almost, and uh, he, I remember, he almost met Louis Van Gaal when he was at United, um, like six years ago. Like he was just, he almost walked in, almost signed the pre-contract, but he didn't. Yeah. Well, that's that's football, man. It's ruthless. It's it's cutthroat. Like, what can you do? Um, but then, like, in the even in the you have just checked the events also. I think in 2021, maybe Ramos played the maximum of five six matches in total for yeah. the entire year. Like, so yeah. it's not like you he'll just be sitting on the in the physio's room and you're literally paying him bonkers. So it's you yeah. know it was time just to move on as well. Otherwise, we'll just become stagnant and waiting for Ramos, waiting for Ramos. So it's best to move on yeah. as well. Um, yeah. By the way, uh, on on uh, the classico, the in the in the war war room, uh, it's gonna be Gonzalez Gonzalez. Oh my God! He's not as bad as Hernandez Hernandez, but he's like the next Hernandez Hernandez, you know. Bro, he is just like maybe the second worst ref in Spain, like after Hernandez Hernandez. Yeah, to be honest, uh, people sh- shit on uh, Hilmanzano, but yeah. I think yeah. I think Hilmanzano is a pretty good uh, referee. Yeah. Uh, uh, there was that one incident against uh, Joao Felix, but uh, yeah. uh, you know I I remember uh, he gave a red card to Messi, and you know uh, Messi has deserved uh, a red card many times. Uh, mm-hmm. But he, he he's never been given a red card because he's messy, and you know Hilmanzano had the balls to, to give Messi a, a, a red card, and that just made me happy, you know. Um, so that's that's why I respect Hilmanzano and uh, Mateo Laos. Mateo Laos. Laos the main man. For the past few games that. He has uh, refereed uh, Reals or just an important match that uh, I have seen. He has been pretty solid every single time. Like, he was pretty pretty bad at some point, but for the past period, he's been pretty solid. Uh, you know, especially for the uh, standard that uh, Spanish referees are, are held to because they're terrible. They're better than the English ones, but yeah, I get your point. Yeah, oh yeah, for sure. Uh, English English refereeing is a joke. And, you know, coming from a Real Madrid fan, that's a... We shouldn't... In my opinion, bro, like, the team as a whole shouldn't worry about the referees at all. We should we should be actually putting this game to bed, like, 3-4-0. Like, mm. I'm still haunted by yeah, the 5-0s. Like, I'm still salty. I'm 27. I saw that, like, when I was 14. So, I've seen that man, it's been a long time coming. We need to thrash them. Oh yeah, their yeah, and that would make me so happy. I have, uh, I have uh, Jagermeister uh, in, in sure here uh, after after the party. It, it it has been left over. If we score three, if we're gonna be three up, 
at some point. Yeah. I'm, 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 I'm putting that in a glass and just drinking lots and lots of Jaeger as a celebration. I have some fine crystals, so I'm pretty common for the week. So, you know. <laughs> um, so, uh, okay, so let, me, let me check at what time the game will commence because of that. It's 10:15 Eastern. It's it's an early kickoff. Very early. Oh no. Yeah, it's early. My time also is quite early. Oh no. Why? Why is why? What is this? What? What? What is this? Why? Of Sunday, Sunday, Sunday. Yeah, it's, uh, yeah, that's great because if I had to miss miss this, I'd be like like I'd have to either miss the first half or I'd have to like uh, I'd have to leave early, and it's like a lose lose situation because I yeah I've had to leave uh, early a few times this week because I have exams and I, I had to go to mechanics and stuff. So I had to leave uh, early, <laughs> so I, and I, I don't want to do that. But you know, yeah, I guess for for you know, for Asia, this is pretty good. But like, yeah. what about you, Sunet? When it, what time is it that for you? It's it's ten fifteen a.m. Ten fifteen a.m. Wow. Okay, yeah. that's. Yeah. I I cannot imagine just wait. Like I I would wake up at that time uh, even on a Sunday. Uh, and but uh, you know, I I just can't imagine but being in know, a mood in the morning to watch know. football. Exactly, exactly. That's mm. just it. Like, l let me tell you something. You know, something else will wake me up at ten fifteen on Sunday. Do you know what? What? Let me read this out to you, okay? Gerard Pique has scored sixteen goals in the. Oh, uh, it's more more than Ramos. That that hurt me. <laughs> Fourteen goals for Barcelona, equaling Roberto Carlos. That's the highest scoring defender in the competition history. Like, I don't know how that makes sense. Exactly. Like, what? Bro, how does that? I, 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 I had just assumed uh, that it would be Ramos because Ramos is one of the highest uh, scoring defenders of all time. Yeah. Yeah. And it's just crazy. How is PK the number? Uh, how is PK equaling Roberto Carlos and just taking the number one spot? Uh, highest scoring defender. Defender in the competition history. Like, well, props to him. Let's hope he doesn't on on Sunday, and we can give him the manita. You know, like he gave us. So, yeah, I really hope none. Like, what do you predict, bro? Farouk, is it gonna be a thrashing or still a KG affair? I'm predicting more of a three-one-two-one affair. I'm, I'm not yet sure. I'm thinking a two-one-three-one affair. There's no clean sheet for sure. I think we can skip the clean yeah. sheet. Yeah. 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 will score. It's gonna be a three-one. Yeah. Uh, Benzema double. Uh, Vinicius goal. That's that's a fair deflection. Vinicius like, goal and an assist. Modric mm -hmm. assist. Benzema two goals. Kamavinga assist from the bench. I would love to see that. He was brilliant against uh, Shakhtar when he came on. Oh yeah, he came on. Okay. He came on against Shakhtar. You know, at at at, at that point, I I had stopped paying attention. I was just watching it out of fun. You know, I, I was I had stopped analyzing and like 
looking at stuff and you know when I was uh, and I realized that because like after like third goal I, I stopped mm -hmm. like analyzing stuff I stopped paying uh, like uh, attention to details and I was just watching it out of fun and when I was uh, on our sub uh, voting for players I was like wait I don't remember what he did because <laughs> I wasn't paying attention to the details I was like how much do I vote for him like uh, people were like, writing like Casemiro was amazing and like I'm like I don't remember yeah. what Casemiro did. Casemiro <laughs> like, was up to usual standards. Yeah, yeah. Like it, it's it's not like I wasn't paying attention to the game in general. I was just enjoying it too much to to keep track of yeah. what what was going on. I was just like goals, 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 goals. You know, fun, fun, fun. Let's hope, let's hope Benzema rescues us, bro. Again, we need him. We need him bad. Eleven goals in eleven games this season, man. He's on fire. Let's hope. He just continues this brain of form. And I'll tell you, if he doesn't win the battle this year, if he if he maintains this just, He's gonna just win like this every yeah. day. Yeah. Yeah. Exactly. Uh, so, but then a certain Muhammad Salah has something to say. Wait, uh, where is uh, the Spanish Super Cup? If we, Spanish. Should be in Jan? No, I think it's, it's still in Saudi Arabia, Arabia, right? Yeah, I think it's still in Saudi Arabia. I think uh, it should be. Are we gonna play that? Uh, we finished second, I think. Yeah, so yeah, because we didn't win the La Liga, we did not uh, win the uh, Copa. Copa uh, we lost to Plumbers. <laughs> that was the only game Lunin has played for us. Oh, well, yeah, I feel for Lunin. I haven't seen anything of Lunan. Like, have you guys seen him like play somewhere, like for the youth teams or something? Like, I'm, I'm not really. I, like, people are like, "Oh, Lunan's great. Lunan's amazing." Like, okay, that's great that he's good. But where, where did you see that? <laughs> I, like, I have not seen Lunan do anything. He was on loan, I think, but he didn't get uh, a lot of play time there either. So I, I, yeah. I like people are saying that he's amazing. It's such a good upcoming goalkeeper. Like, how do you know that? Yeah. Like, yes, he, he was unknown at Valladolid, like uh, Ronaldo's club, I guess. But well, he, as you said, yeah, he, he didn't play a lot. But I think actually it's more about scouting. You know, like it's it was actually the same for Thibaut Courtois actually. Like while he was young, like in gang, like they actually yeah. said like he was like a very 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 good goalkeeper, and actually he turned out mm -hmm. well. So I think yeah. maybe it's just about the scouting and all that, you know, because you check the stats and all these things. But then, as yeah. you guys said, yeah, you know, the scouting and the stats and all these things not, doesn't necessarily translate into being a successful footballer. Mm. It's all but about the Yeah, actually, I feel actually like Lunin has done a good thing by staying, actually, but then Kutra is still quite young, but like he's learning yeah. like literally with one of the best goalkeepers in the world. So I think that might be a plus for him. I don't know. Eventually, even if he doesn't make it a trio, he can go on to have a fantastic yeah. career, I feel. I think we should, like, in my opinion, bro, we should be loaning out players with buyback clauses like we used to do. But I don't think the market at the moment, I don't think clubs would actually buy into that. They are not willing to. We have a buyback on uh, regular, right? No. Is it a buyback or a first option? No. I think it's a first option. First option. First option. Yeah, yeah. Easily. Uh, yeah I, I don't think we're ever going to need him. Uh, anyway, so... 
but I think uh, like I know we're gonna need uh, Hakimi we don't have any kind of you know but you know uh, Hakimi's in a prison right now so you know not the same prison possible. Benjamin Mendy's folks so keep that in mind he's a different kind of prison uh, oh, yeah. Benjamin Mendy and Gilfi Sigurdsson are in a different, different yeah, kind of environment. Let's not talk about it. How are we doing for time, Nodo? Uh, minute and eight, uh, hour and uh, eight minutes. Uh, I think we are, we should start wrapping up right now. Uh, we pretty much covered it all. Uh, any thoughts Um, you know, uh, anything to add? Uh, yeah, but not from me, Farouk. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I'm just looking forward to a mutual domination in our match against Barca. Yeah. I hope we can get uh, In that case, we are gonna wrap this up, uh, everybody. Uh, we are gonna be back after we thrash Barcelona. Uh, you know, we're gonna we're gonna beat them so hard. They're gonna uh, they're gonna Let's go hope. go to. Uh, uh, the second division. Uh, I don't know. Yeah, <laughs> like uh, in in before I eat my words uh, Sunday. Uh, yeah, if 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 I'm gonna have to eat my words, I'm not I'm not doing the next episode. So like, I'm not gonna. Oh be my God. <laughs> if we're gonna lose, I'm I'm not doing the next episode. Uh, <laughs> so, uh, anyways, uh, that is it, everybody. Uh, we're gonna see you after the uh, Bars- Barcelona game. Uh, Hala Madrid. Hala Madrid. Bye.